Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Stop or My Mom Will Podcast. My name is Ben. And I'm Andrea. That's my mom. We're continuing the uh, the trend from last week of drinking while podcasting. <laughs> it's uh, a good trend. She's got her bottle of Southern Comfort. I've got my, my green apple bite Smirnoff ice that I get for a dollar at the corner store. It's a manly drink. Don't Nobody can say otherwise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... What, what do we have to talk about this week? What What's... Well, since I'm not allowed to talk about what's up my ass... Well, because what's up your ass is the same thing that's been up your ass for five weeks. Because she's still up there. Okay? Okay. One, Does she, anybody want to hear more about Jodi Arias and how she, she sucks? She has a substantial ass, and then her entire substantial ass has been shoved up the entire world's ass See, but when I comment about how nice now. the ass is, you yell at me. She's got a nice... I saw it in full detail, anus and all, thanks to you. (laughs) Hey, Ben, can you Google image search Jody Arias' asshole for me? (laughs) Yeah, sure, Mom. It wasn't search Jody Arias' asshole. Yes, it fucking was. No, it wasn't. It fucking was. It was asshole. No, it wasn't. Well, for whatever reason, I searched Jody Arias' asshole. Maybe that's what you put in because that's your go-to thing, but... I'm fairly certain I asked and got the answer. I went, do you mean ass or asshole? And you said asshole. No, because you can check my computer right now in my history... And it's the search will come up Jody Aries. Well, ass. regardless, okay. So what? What possibly? What more could you possibly have with Jody Aries? Um, it's not that I have any more. It's <laughs> that it's continuing. So you're admitting it's the same shit. No, until the, until the sentence because she she prolonged the sentence. Well, she's in the sentencing stage now, and she we don't, they don't know why uh, they prolonged it. Last I guess it was Thursday. Thursday or Friday? Well, it's not going to matter. This is going to be posted much later after that. So. Okay. Well, they had they had the the victim impact statements, and back at, at the beginning of that, she's she tried. It's uh, that's where the um, you know the they talked, um, and only two representatives talked. They Travis had a bunch of siblings and friends, and right. his his brother uh, Stephen and his sister Samantha spoke for the family. Well, what Jody wanted to do prior to them speaking is she wanted. She put a motion in to try to have them speak on videotape. She did not want them to stand in front of the jury okay. and give their give their statements. You think though that that's that's ridiculous anyway. What that that victims are allowed to make impact statements? Well, no, it's not necessarily that so much as I think the whole purpose of our justice system is that the victim and their pain does not dictate the outcome. It's it's as cold and as as unemotional well, and as objective as can possibly court be. is a cold place i mean i learned that going through my divorce they don't care why we're divorcing they don't care about the pain or what but it pain seems like suffering. arizona has a lot of things that sort of try to subvert that and try to make it more well no there like is have, like um, with the jury being able to ask questions and that, all that that's sort of thing. not arizona is not the only state that does it but there i think there i think they're only one of three that does but yeah that that seems to be an attempt to make it more personal and more victim oriented which I disagree with just on general principle. I don't necessarily think it's like a great. Well, no, they were. They they uh, the jury was read before anything before any stage of the trial. The jury was read their instructions and and part of their instructions were told and those were reiterated by the the, both the counsel the defense counsel and the state that you know and the judge told them sympathy doesn't come into play. This isn't about if you like her or not. This is about the law. You're you're supposed to do the evidence but the victims the victim's family travis's family are now victims too because they representing him basically so they are you know victims in this as they they lost as much travis lost his life but they lost him too but again my point is the victim should be inconsequential at that particular moment not that they are inconsequential generally speaking but when it well, comes no, time to you've always guilt, said, you've always said that. I mean, back when we've talked about because this this was not always done. In fact, this was never done till the late in the seventies. Actually, victims' families were not allowed to speak or or go to paroles. Who started that was Sharon Tate's mother. Okay, uh, Doris Tate started that because whenever the Manson family participants in that were given the death penalty, and then the death penalty was turned over, and then their sentences were would turn to life. Doris Tate was under the impression that they would get life in prison. Well, they started coming up for parole because they got mandatory. Once they got life, they hadn't got, had mandatory appeals. And they and um, Leslie Van Houten was actually out of prison during her second trial because she got a second trial because her lawyer mysteriously died. 
you know, disappeared during the first trial, so she couldn't have a trial. And Well, isn't that a grounds for a new trial? I mean, I don't know. Okay, uh, where he mysteriously died was he went on this camping, hiking trip or whatever, and they found his shit, they found his stuff, like, far from him. Supposedly, he was caught in this flash flood, and his body was found, you know, wedged okay, between so, rocks. Okay, so what's your, I don't believe that, and I'm just going to take a tone that's uh, during, during the Manson trial, during the Manson belief? trial, as, uh, just as during the Kennedy uh, case between now and uh, the time Oswald was killed and the time that the Warren Commission all came out. A lot of mysterious deaths occurred. Okay, no, but what is your? What are you saying? Are you saying the CIA did it? Are you saying? No, I'm not the saying Manson the CIA did it. What are yes, you saying? I'm saying that Manson that Manson had a lot of people killed, very suspiciously. There were members of the family that knew stuff that committed. But you say that, died. I thought you thought Manson was a Manchurian candidate, and therefore, by extension, the CIA did do it. As far as Manson being a Manchurian candidate, I don't know that he. If he, I don't know. Either that or. I th- I believe Manson was controlled in some way. Now, when I say controlled, do, do I mean, do I say CIA does all of this? No. Okay? CIA is, is a large entity, you know, in themselves, but they're not the be-all, end-all any more than anything else is. There are powers that be... That's some delicious green apple bite. Is it good? It's got a bite to it. That's why they call it There are powers bite. that be that work in the background of all of this. Okay? And I was just... Uh, that, that goes into my... Connection conspiracy. We talk about later stuff. But what was I going? What was I talking about? Anyway. You're talking about Jody Arias and bullshit. Well, no, we got off cares. because nobody cares. See, I was worried because like I haven't edited some of the per- previous ones, and I was like, we talk a lot about Jody Arias, and that trial's over. Are people still going to be going to care? Is this going to be relevant? But we're still talking about it on a live one anyway, when it's not relevant. So I don't think it matters. Well, it is relevant because people are still watching it. You know, it, it's it's just just like the OJ case lasted. As long as it did. People were interested Not in it. Not legitimately. And OJ is back in the news now, by the way. Because he's, he's claiming that he's... Yeah, his... because the news, the media knows that there are people like you in the world that live on fucking tabloid bullshit. Same reason Kim Kardashian's always in the news. Or fucking... What's the... Amanda Bynes. Oh, she got a fucking face tattoo. She tweeted naked pictures. Actually, What's the no, true no, crime no. equivalent of that? Actually, that, there is some weirdness going on with Amanda Bynes. No, she's, she's... No, something... something she, she, I, there's, there's, I saw on my... Well, no, that's that's the media narrative, is that she's going crazy. No, she just gets high a lot and does whatever the fuck she wants. More power to her. Wasn't she stalking some singer or something, too, on Twitter? Or t- How do you stalk someone on Twitter? Well, I mean, like, she was sending them all kind of... Mash love notes or something. I don't know. So what? That's uh, I'd do that shit to Kevin Sorbo if I was on Twitter. <laughs> well, now I don't. I don't necessarily believe that. But yes, there's a whole conspiracy theory that you know all of those child stars, the Disney stars or whatever, are all manipulated to some degree, like Britney and all of that. But, See, but if you already preface it with "I don't necessarily believe it," and I notice the convenient necessarily, well, it could be true, but I don't believe it. But to the extent that Anything people will think I'm an idiot if I say it, I'm going to say it's not true. No, bullshit. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm there's aspects of truth to all of this. There's aspects of truth to Jody's story. When Jody says no, when when Jody says you're stretching, you are so no, fucking stretching. That's how a lie is built. A lie is built on glimmers of the truth in there. Okay. Okay. For instance, when she was talking in the, in the police tapes about when she was saying the intruders did it, and she was describing what she saw when she was hit on the head and woke up or whatever, you know, she saw him on all fours. She, there was ble- he was bleeding all over. He was screaming. You know, there's aspects of that that are true that that she's pulling out to tell the story because she knows that certain things will match. So she's got to match it. That's not the same as I'm fairly certain. There's nothing nefarious about Amanda Bynes liking to smoke pot. And show her boobs on on pictures over the internet. No, Amanda Bynes, I don't know. I, I don't know what any of that's about. I always liked Amanda Bynes. I thought she was just charming as hell. Well, my thing with that is I liked her like, little movies. We prop know? up these people as like, oh, they're going crazy. And it's like, maybe they wouldn't be crazy. Maybe they wouldn't be crashing their cars, cars all the time if you weren't constantly flashbulbing right at their fucking pelvises. Because, oh, maybe they forgot to wear underwear and they'll get out of their car and we can get a shot of their vagina. Maybe they wouldn't go crazy if that wasn't their life 24-7. My thing is, like, the culture that we live in makes me feel bad for rich celebrities. That's how fucking horrible regular people are. They also choose that life. 
You know, no, you, you know what you like, know what. There's not a person that, that can say they don't know what fame is like, and that they don't know that there's aspects of fame. But it doesn't that are going to be inconvenient. But, but it's, it's not a question of being inconvenient. It's made terrible because of us. Because people, regular people, live vicariously through celebrities and want to destroy them. And I don't understand that. I don't understand like like when the whole Charlie Sheen thing happened, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, look at how." How he's going off the deep end and he's going to OD. And how hilarious that is. Like, if you really thought he was had a problem, wouldn't you feel bad for him? Like, oh, he's, it's going to be great when he drives his car off a cliff or some shit. No, if, if you think that, you feel bad for a person that goes through that. Not, It's now, not a sideshow. Charlie Sheen, I would not be surprised at all to learn if something was going on there. Because right prior to him having his major crackdown, breakdown, he was talking about 9-11. Oh. No, seriously, he was he was he made a, a, a really extensive videotape about nine eleven, and then he and as opposed to all the other celebrities that believe the same thing about nine eleven and didn't have similar crackdowns, but let's talk about the one that did. Or maybe he's just a guy who likes to do a lot of drugs and sleep with porn stars and prostitutes. Which, as far as I'm concerned, if you can handle your high, more power to you. <laughs> he seems to be doing okay. All right. That's my thing is like the media narrative where it's like these, this person clearly has a problem. It's like I know that's what you want, want me to believe, but I don't necessarily know that that's true. Where we got off on tangent is is I was is dis- that you love tabloid bullshit no, that you I want to believe you're better than the people that whatever, love Amanda Bynes. You know, blah blah. Well, no, because it's the same shit. It is, and that's why I think it's fucking bullshit okay. to talk about. Then why do you want to bother doing a podcast with me? Okay, because I because I'm into this tabloid whatever or into all of these very variety of topics, that gives you shit to to, to discuss. You always want to know what are <laughs> you into? talking about the same you... fucking Jody Area shit every week. It's not like it's like like the shit we're going to talk about with Conspiracy Corner. That's something we haven't talked about before and it's an interesting thing. Regardless of my opinion on it one way or the other, I think it's an interesting topic for discussion. But this May have been an interesting topic for discussion on our fucking second ep- first and second episode. And I would have been done fifth. with it if you don't go on and on and on. I would have been done. No, you the, fuck bullshit you would be done. The if point, you were done, you'd be done on, with it on okay, Facebook. Okay, you keep fucking talking over me. The, the point I wanted to make is that she attempted to make... She actually submitted a motion to the court that she wanted to have the, the, the victim statements ahead of time. She wanted them to write them out and have her... She wanted to approve them. And then she wanted to uh, have them on videotape so that they weren't standing. Because she knew that if they're standing in front of the jury, that's going to make way more of a personal impact than watching it on the screen. You know. Okay, person in court tries to file motions in furtherance of their cause. News at 11. <laughs> so what? As, well, that, no. You don't, you haven't been paying attention to any of this, you know, as far as on the news. She, as soon as, the, after the, the uh, sentence was down, she was found guilty. She did that interview where she said, she, she threw her lawyers under the bus. She said they didn't uh, investigate her case properly. There was evidence that was not presented. She claimed that she has this picture of Travis chasing a naked little boy with, a, with an open Bible. Okay, but her her lawyer said that wasn't uh, that wasn't person uh, who's going to jail is attempting to say things that are in her interest to not go to jail. What? Okay, it just but makes that, no. no sense. When the when the interviewer said, you know, why didn't she why didn't she present that? Why didn't you use that? She said, you know, my lawyer my lawyer said it wasn't relevant. And there, she said there was somebody that saw her with bruises, including her sister, and her her lawyers wouldn't uh, use them. Basically, and, and she even said she said Nermi's the boss. Nermi's not the boss. She's the boss of her own case. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. Not even matters. Look, we start the show with what's sticking out my ass. That's still still sticking out my ass. Now, when she's out of my ass, okay, we'll discuss something Okay, well, different. I've got an asshole of the week. Good, then you do that. My asshole of the week is reddit.com. Uh-huh. Do you know this story? Uh-uh. Well, apparently, as I was reading on Facebook this morning... Uh, Reddit.com is going after racist subreddits and shadow Wait, wait, wait a minute. What's a racist subreddit? Well, a subreddit is like... First off, what is Reddit? Reddit is like this massive online forum for anybody to have their own kind of message boards where they can blog shit and post shit. Like, it's got, like, it's like message boards and Tumblr and everything all in one. How is it different? So, 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 okay. How is it different from Facebook? Well, it's, it's like if Facebook was a message message board. You would create, rather than just like create a little post and people respond to it, you create a 
something closer to a, almost a blog. Like a forum. Like a subreddit is like, post pictures of, you know, old men who look like lesbians, and then you know, people, everybody will post their pictures and their comments about the pictures, and then you'll maybe you'll have another subreddit of stupid shit my dad says, sort of like Twitter, but you know, it can be longer, it can be whatever you want it to be. It's They do like ask me anything's where like uh, a celebrity will go on there and just people will ask them questions and I'll answer them. It's basically so, just so a massive it, it, forum it, it, for anybody who wants to talk about anything. So it's like a forum and each person has their own little like... Well, you, in the you can create your own subreddit. Like a profile. You can comment on any other subreddit. Yeah, you have a profile. I have one. Oh, really? You can post links. You can post news articles. You know. Okay, now is it linked to everything else? Like when you put... Okay. It's linked to like you can... Yeah, you can link shit from Facebook to Reddit and to, from Reddit to Facebook, etc. Okay, so it's basically... Basically, that sounds like a good idea because it's like... Well, it's been around for a while. I get annoyed. I've heard of it. I, I thought it was like this big, massive sort of like Google Books because I, I no, it's it's more like uh, like 4chan, but for a not assholes. I've heard of 4chan. Okay, like, uh, but like, see, I don't want to have a Twitter. I can't. I don't see the attraction to Twitter. It just that you know. I just I don't have a phone one, and a lot of people I can see yeah that they do that on their phones, but I would not do that on my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, update that. Like, Facebook, I don't mind, but I barely update my status every once, you know, maybe once a week well, I update my status. Yeah, yes, I, I've kept, and, and I actually liked Facebook's old groups. They revamped their groups, and I don't like them near as well as I, I used to. So I'm pretty much taking the database. I'm going to still build it on there, but I'm taking it off Facebook. Because I think Facebook's going to have a major crash. I think they lost tons of people. I mean, people are just leaving Facebook in droves. So Well, eventually when they find something better, just like MySpace was originally the big thing, and then Facebook became the big thing. But Reddit thing. sounds interesting in that it sounds like it brings all of the good aspects of a blog and a Twitter well, and a Facebook. it is. The only problem with it is it is, it is also very insular. There's a Reddit community. There are Redditors, and it's very hard to be like a casual Redditor. You're either in that kind of community or you're not. So how is it like, okay, now Reddit, like, can they remove something you post? Is it like wiki? Well, they technically they can, but this is the, the thing is ordinarily they've been very loose. Ordinarily Reddit has been sort of embracing the culture of the internet, the idea of the internet as a mechanism for free expression. You can come here and talk about whatever you want and be you. And they have, they have whole subreddits just for like, we're a bunch of racist white people. Let's talk about how much we don't like black people. And apparently they've been going through some of them and shadow blocking them where it's like they still exist, but their comments aren't seen by anybody else. So it's as if they're just active but not commenting when they are, but it's just Reddit doesn't like their comments. Wait so there's the controversy of like they're censoring them. Well, that is censoring, but are they co- are, are they still, are there, are, there, are their comments seen by no one or just themselves? Evidently or? just themselves. Okay, so their comments aren't seen, like you can't have like individual groups where you all get together and discuss how much you, you hate something. And, and your comments are seen by that group, but it might not be seen by the entire world. Oh, no, you, well, you'd have to go into that subreddit to see it, but anybody can go into that subreddit, unless, I, I don't know if you can make them private or not. But now if I go into that subreddit, if I go into that su- subreddit, I won't see what they're posting anyway, if they're blocking If they're it. blocking them, if the, Reddit, if the Reddit people are blocking them, yeah. So it would look like, and, and, and these people don't know that they're being blocked? Well, they're figuring it out based on the fact that none of their shit's getting posted that they're posting. Nobody's seeing. Okay, that's what that because uh, I've been seeing stuff mentioned in I've been seeing comments in various forum forums that say something like I can't see what you just posted or whatever. Yeah. Did you post something? Yeah, I've seen. And that's what they're saying they're doing because they want to edit for content. Which and then then the, the debate is you know well shouldn't they have a right to edit and get and get rid of racist people? It's it's a private website. It's not it's not government censorship. They have the right to their terms of, of service and such. But at the same time, is it hypocritical for you to say, well, we're a, a, play, a forum on the internet where everybody can come together and say shit, but then when somebody says something they don't like, they get rid of it? Well, Facebook is the same way. Facebook, you know, started... Facebook started out where, in fact, when I came over to Facebook, you had to have... You couldn't have a, a, a fake name. You had to have your real name. Yeah. And you had to post your real information there. And then, but, and you had some level of control as to who saw your information. You could keep your page private. But then they changed all that with the new timeline. They changed it and like some stuff, people see my shit and I don't even know they're seeing my shit. 
And you know, well, that's not the same. I'm talking about specifically like content censorship, though. Like, let's say you were a horrible racist. Like, let's say somebody listened to the past episode where we talked about Tyler Perry's audience, mm-hmm. and they mistakenly thought maybe oh. you were a horrible, horrible racist. Yeah, because I question why a, a certain culture would 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 um, let's say, go to see a movie that that tells them they're they're less than they are. For example, so let's say that, and you post that. That opinion that that could be misconstrued as racist, and they go, "Well, no, we don't like that on Facebook." You We're always accuse everyone else of being racist. Well, when they're being racist, but my point is, you what think if you Facebook, have no? You think you have a corner on? Stop that! What if Facebook just said, "No, we don't want that on our website," and, and yes, it's their perfectly their right to do it. It's their website. You choose to be on it or not to be on it. But is there, in my view, you know, some? Uh, is it hypocritical? Because if the reason you're successful is because the nature of the internet allows you to be successful and, you know, it's all social media, it's all about everybody getting together and saying what they think, that's the premise of social media, is it hypocritical to say, no, but we only want it to be a certain kind of person? Well, you know, just because, okay, first off, I'd never heard of Reddit. I mean, I'd heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. But, you know, most people, can you honestly say when you built your, paid, made your Reddit profile that you read all of the small print in all of well, their Well, I only made my Reddit profile agreement? to my blog, so... Okay, so, you know, the majority of people don't read all this shit. The majority of people don't under comprehend that anything you post on Facebook, they technically own. They own all your pictures. They can do whatever the fuck they want with them. If they want to take, you know, just like I was on uh, Plenty of Fish, and I made a profile on Plenty of Fish, the parent company of Plenty of Fish is Adult Friend Finder. They took my profile off of Plenty of Fish and built a profile on Adult Friend Finder. And I started getting all of these emails from these men saying, I saw you on like 10 different sites. It, was, it wasn't it was just that one site. They, they put my picture and my profile that I wrote on like 10 different sites. Well, to be fair, your Plenty of Fish profile probably said, I like to dress in leather and spank dudes dressed as schoolgirls, so they probably just assumed, oh, she'd want to be on Adult Friend Friday. Yes, that's exactly what my profile said. They found keywords. And, uh-huh. you know. No, they just did it. Basically, Facebook can do that. Any any of these sites can do that. Yeah. They can take your pictures. And and there's also... No, but the question is, is it is is it hypocritical for a website to manage content like that from from a moral I, perspective. I don't think necessarily. I, because I the whole so. thing is that the reason they're successful is because people are like, well, here's a forum for me to speak my mind. And then to say, well, I'm sorry, but you can't speak your mind because we don't like what it what that amounts to. Well, first off, Facebook is, wouldn't be shit without the people on Facebook. What is the real evidence that this is happening? Or it, can it just be somebody, you know, that got it? Oh, no, they, they, they pretty much have proof that, that it's happening. They've even gone to the the Reddit people and emailed them and said, this is happening. And they're like, yeah, kind of, but we don't really care because fuck you, you're racist. I mean, to be fair, the subreddit is literally called, they're always like slash whatever, and it's slash the N-word. Like, that's the that's the name of the subreddit. And it's white supremacists talking about how much they don't like black people. And that's the thing, because to me... See, you're all about, everybody should be able to say whatever they want. Yeah. Well, I disagree in t- to when you're hate speech. Sure, you can say whatever you want. You can stand on the corner and say whatever you want. But when if you have a forum where your hate speech is encouraging other people to into action, then you are responsible for that too. You're responsible. Well, for there's that a difference too. between saying you're responsible for something because you're always responsible for what you say, even if you're standing in the corner. My issue is negative things shouldn't be suppressed; they should be challenged. You should encourage every idea to be to flourish, so that the bad ones can be publicly challenged. Okay, and but also these companies, okay, especially with these internet companies, because the internet is. Everybody thinks they can just get away with saying whatever they want. All Which right? they should be able to do. So there's quite a bit. No, but there's quite a bit of slander. Okay. Now, so what is what is the responsibility of these companies? Because they can be sued in it as well. You know, like okay, somebody goes on Facebook and you know kills somebody, or somebody goes on Facebook and says all kind of stuff. Then the person that's filing a slander suit can hold Facebook responsible. So that's where they have to have some sort of guidelines or some sort of um, well, rules the, in place. The question always becomes, because yeah, anybody can sue anybody or any group for anything in this country. So the question isn't, you know, how should they mitigate lawsuits? The question is, who's going to be brave enough not to be a pussy in the face of lawsuits that are probably inevitable? Ah, so that's up your ass. Well, no, because cause I was talking, I was on Facebook and I was reading this and I was seeing all the comments, and the comments were either, 
that's censorship and that's bad, or it's not censorship, it's a private net company, or who wants to listen to racists? And my thing was, censorship to me is worse than racism. Okay, but right there, it, it, it isn't censorship if it's a private company. Yes, it is. Censorship no. is just the suppression of information. It doesn't necessarily mean government. There's government censorship, and then there's private censorship. But Okay, it's it can be... It, all right, it's censorship on the face of it. Yeah. But it's not censorship that they can't rightfully legally do. If no, they, it's perfectly legal. If they have set up their thing and they said, you know, look, we won't allow this. I'm not period. saying it's illegal. I'm saying it's hypocritical. Okay. And I'm saying it's immoral. It's just like, okay, I've been accused, of, I'm a monitor in a few groups, yeah. uh, Kennedy groups on, on and, well, my groups, my personal database. Yeah. I don't allow comments. I have been attacked for being a censor. And I've been accused of, there's, there's, uh, there's been people that have said, oh, you just want to put on there, what, you're not going to put the truth. You just want to put on, you know, what you think. You want to put your own conclusions or your own theories. And it's like, no, I'm not doing any theory. I don't want theory on my pages. I want the facts. Okay, but there's a difference between not allowing comments, in which case you're just not a forum. You're exactly information source. I said I'm I'm not a forum. You'd be a a censor if you had a forum, if you did allow comments and then you deleted them selectively. I am but no, I am on a forum that allows comments Mm -hmm. and we have in our guidelines, in our about section, we say this is, this particular group is for uh, we're trying to, to advocate to release the records that are still suppressed. And we're trying to come up with ideas or like a grassroots movement to do that. We do not want discussion of, of the, the Kennedy assassination on this page. We've asked it not to happen. We don't want any theory discussed on that page. We don't want any web pages linked. We don't want any advertising okay. for any books. Yes, okay, but there is a difference between saying we have a very specific topic and any off-topic discussion will not be tolerated. But we have case, still just, been... That's we have, just management, We have though. countless... I've, I, Okay, but that's, but that's valid to, to get rid of those comments. Just like if I went in there and started talking about anime. Well, no, go to a fucking anime board. Right. But that's not the same thing as saying, I don't like how you think. It may even be on topic, but I don't like how you think, so I'm going to cut that comment. That's censorship. Okay, is there anything in the small print or whatever of Reddit that nobody reads... Is there anything in there about what you're going to what what is permitted to be posted and what is not permitted well, to be posted? Well, from what I understand, I could be wrong about this. I don't believe that there's anything specifically saying racist content cannot will not be tolerated, uh, and I only believe that because it's been apparently tolerated for so long. I can't imagine it's there, and I don't know of it. But I, I do believe there is sort of like you when you talked about with Facebook saying they own everything, something like that, where it's like they they reserve the right to take down anything they don't right. like. So you don't feel that that okay? Maybe they hadn't been getting complaints. But you don't feel that any company like this, once they've gotten complaints, has an, has a responsibility to address those complaints? Okay, one, I don't think complaints necessarily mean action should be taken. People can complain about ev- anything. I don't understand why people feel entitled to having their complaints addressed. You complain because you're a fucking person. But to me, my issue isn't like companies in general or any company like this. This specific company sets itself up as we're the internet personified. We're the homegrown uh, movement of people power. We're anybody can step up and have an opinion and have a forum and create a subreddit and you know speak so their mind and their peace. And now they're saying unless we don't like you. All right, you see the internet as totally freeform anarchy. Well, I mean, there should be no rules. Why should there be rules? What rules? Why should why should there be limits to free speech? Th- thought is the essence of being a human being. And the expression okay. of thought, speech, is the expression of being a human being. Right. To limit it in any way is to assault basic human nature. It is the worst thing you can do to a person. Okay, let me ask you. I, I get that. I get the, the worst thing anybody can do to me in an argument or whatever is tell me to shut up. You tell me to shut up, I see red like a fucking bull. Well, no, it's like they can kill... Okay. It's, that's the lesson of Orwell. You can kill a person, but... To take away their mind and their ability to express it, that's worse than killing them. Exactly. Then I don't understand why you're not more adamant when I talk about the MK Ultra program. Because that's exactly what they were fucking doing. But you act like, oh, what do we do? Well, no, I don't... I just say you, you tend to apply that to things without evidence. You tend to apply that that has reach that you don't prove that it has. But that's a separate... You right haven't now. let me get deeper into it. When I, as I well, go when along, I let you get, I deeper, get deeper into, into it... it like, you were reading me some fucking Scientology bullshit, and I'm like, show me the connection between Scientology and the CIA. And you're talking about, like, yeah, they hired a guy to explode a goat with his mind and some shit. It's like, no, oh, I, no, that, no, I never, they're, no. They're remote viewing and shit. It's like, oh, but no, no. 
You just proved to me that both of those groups are fucking stupid. But no, but the the larger no, the, the, right the, the reality is that the, when when that was started and that um, in the in the military, whenever those those programs were started, the and the, in particular the remote viewing part of it, the people that were involved in that, the the main people that were involved in that, were also high ranking Scientologists. Okay, but right now we're talking about Reddit, and right now we're talking about the philosophical underpinnings of free speech. Okay, well my question was this. If you ran Reddit, yeah. personally, you run that company, what would your response have been? My response to what? To, to the complaints saying that... To complaints, whatever, you know. What my response you? is, uh, grow some balls. Start your own subreddit saying, I hate this subreddit. <laughs> oh, so that's what... So that you can get... You can pit two Reddits against each other? Fuck, do whatever you want. If I'm in charge of Reddit and I'm in charge of the internet... All right, let me... Was anybody doing that? Was anybody confronting this this racist Reddit and saying... Was it just... Was it a bunch of racist Reddits or was it just one? Well, the one... In, and I just want to... The guy's name... Or the guy's Reddit name. It's obviously not his real name. Is Chuck Spears. Which I just thought was funny. Is <laughs> it his real name? No, that's not his real name. But that's obviously, you know... Right. The, racist thing exactly but that, and, and that's the thing because people always fuck with me because like I, I can laugh at racist humor even though I'm not racist myself uh, mm. but the first sign of being a racist is when you say you're not racist hmm? first sign of being a racist is when you say you're not racist that's also the first sign of not being a racist who was who was just uh, John uh, John um, oh the Daily Show yeah. uh, John Stewart just did a show and he said if you're a woman he had a woman on there and he said oh I remember saying that you yeah. remember she was like a local, uh, yeah, some kind of local, woman or some yeah. shit. And she said, uh, she, I, so have, I have Thanksgiving I, dinner. I have Thanksgiving dinner people. with black people. And he said, uh, you know, if you're <laughs> if you're at the dinner table, there's always somebody racist at every dinner table. And if you're at a dinner table and you think you're not the racist one, yeah. no, if you don't, if you don't you're see any racist, racists, you're the you're racist. racist. Yes. But no, but but my larger point is. When you su- you can't suppress an idea. You can try to suppress an idea, but that makes it still exist. The only way to beat an idea is to actually beat it, is to discuss it and say, this is why it's wrong. Racism will always exist. The problem is we need more people to exist around it to say, here's why you're full of shit, racist. It's not a question of, don't say these words because they're racist. Don't express these opinions because they're racist. No, let's have everybody else who isn't a racist and knows the truth that racism is full of shit Express that every time racism is heard. Okay. Ben Bailey, warrior for free speech. Well, no, because it's... I just, I just think that's... To suppress free, your freedom of speech is worse than any racist comment you can make. It's more offensive to me. Like, the euphemism, the N-word, is more offensive to me than the actual N-word. Because you want it, you want the right to say whatever you want to say, because yeah. you say a lot of... No, a lot of... I don't want the right to, have, to be able to say whatever I want. I have the right to say whatever I want, because I'm a human fucking being. My capacity to think, the thing that separates me from the animals, is what gives me the right to say whatever the fuck I want. It's okay. not something I have to fucking prove that I have the right to. It's we... my birthright as a human being. Are we done with this? Can we go to the movie? Well, what are you talking <laughs> Okay, fuck you. First off... We've spent how many weeks talking about Jody Arias? I'm talking about free speech. I'm talking about the fucking founding fathers and the essentials of human... I'm talking about the state of nature and fucking core human being shit. And I am trying to curb your free speech. I'm talking about the foundation of what makes a human being a human being. The soul, if you will, in the secular context. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. I, I agree, yes. We all have the right to free speech. But I believe more than that... We have the right, the right and the obligation and the responsibility for self-reflection and self-restraint. And we are all responsible for what we say. No, not self-restraint. Yeah, self-reflection, definitely. Not self-restraint. Why should you ever have, have to restrain what you, what you say? Because there's definitely what you say and what you do. Yes, you have self-restraint for your actions. It's just very simply, anything I say, if there are repercussions from that, in, in other words, if I'm a Charlie Manson and what I say is, here... Get, go, get, go gather some black clothes, get a knife, and here's a gun, and go up to this place that I'm sending you, and kill everybody in the house, and do make it real witchy, and, you know... Then it's the responsibility of everyone you're telling that to, to say, okay, you're full of shit. Let's not do any of that. Okay, but also, I he had responsibility for that. No. You know, yes, no, he did. Well, no, he had a responsibility in the sense of, yes, you know, planning to commit a, commit a crime. I'm not but, saying that they, the, the ones that went out and killed those people did not have 
full responsibility as well. But then, but you equate the same thing to me writing a story about a crime and then somebody doing it, and you act like I should have responsibility for that. Just the the conceptualization of a horrible thing imparts some responsibility on the person who conceptualizes. So, when we were discuss when we were discussing that, we were talking about Robert Block as a writer. And, you know, I'm not a writer, so I, you know, I don't have that same you know mentality. But where I he had that that moment of self reflection yeah. where he said, you know, wow, you know. But when what, I argued why I don't have that, you thought I was being somewhat. Callous. Well, I know. Not the, well, to some degree, you know, I can say you're being callous. Raising you, I mean, I knew what you were like as a child. You, you did not talk. You were different than all other children. And I don't know if, if it was an Asperger's thing or an autistic thing. Or a high-functioning sociopathic thing. Or, yeah, I don't know. You know, I just know that you were very different. But I also know this. Okay, and the, yes, you do have... You do have issues with maybe, not empathy, you have issues with, with uh, understanding emotion in people and seeing emotion on people. I think you misunderstand me. I understand emotion in people. I just don't accept its relevance as much as you do. I don't think people are entitled to, like, they have a feeling and therefore it must be valid. Like, people are angry for stupid shit a lot of the time. True. I mean, I, I get that, but... You know, as, as, as much as you don't seem to, you know, comprehend, like, normal emotions, you know, which which is, is I think, to a degree an Asperger's characteristic. You might want to move closer to the mic, by the way. I just, I was drinking, and I was going to look Yeah, you were, you were falling into a drunken stupor, yes. <laughs> no, but al- along with that, you know, yes, there's that aspect of you where you don't respond to human emotion like everybody else does or normally would, but... Also, you are one of the most tender people I've ever... You really are. You're very tender. You're very... Um, okay, but what does this have to do with... You have a lot of empathy. You always you know, you know, always care if I've eaten or if I'm okay or if I... You know, you... And, you know, where people that say on the one hand that they, you know, act like they, they give a shit, they don't. You know? You will profess that you don't give a shit. But well, no, I just, I don't have, do. I don't have pretense. I don't have that thing like people have where it's like they have to show you that they care because otherwise they don't get credit for it. I just, I don't, I don't understand that. But again, I don't know what any of that has to do with the fact that I think you should be able to yell fire in a crowded theater because yelling fire in a crowded theater doesn't stop everyone else from looking around and going, there's no fire in here. This guy is a fucking psychopath. It's well, other people's responsibility well, for how they act in response to it speech, also, not it the speaker's no, responsibility it, it for not speech. It also ties into the Jody Arias discussion because you do not seem to understand why people are ha- are so emotionally invested in no, this No, I, I understand it. I don't accept it as valid. I understand it. It's because they're stupid. No, it isn't because they're stupid. It's because they, everybody out there that's that's really that the people that are watching this case and really invested their time in it. Okay, for they're me, they're tabloid pers- vultures. They're- no, that no, that's a simple explanation. My life is for so it. boring and oh, pointless. Bullshit. I must live vicariously through bullshit. this interesting thing on, t- on my TV. Bullshit. It they is. have lives. They work. No, my life is not boring. I have lots of things that I do. I live with you. Your life is fucking boring. <laughs> I'm not saying my life is interesting. My life's fucking boring, too. My I have a blog where I talk about all my boring, boring. shit. boring. I'm not bored. I do lots of things besides this. The Jody case is one aspect of what I've done. I spent a half an hour on it to this morning, you know, because the case isn't on again until Monday. I'm not going to... I don't spend all day up there in these chat groups talking about shit that I talked about a month ago. Well, you do I spend a significant do portion of your time getting drunk on something comfort. But other That's that. true. No, but, you know, my thing is, you, you don't seem to understand that people are, you know, they have empathy and they're putting themselves in, you know, this family's place. They're seeing, you know, the, just the description of the way this man was killed. They just, they, they feel that. They see, they, 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 I, personally, I think I've got both you boys, you know? Yeah. And, and George is somebody that could definitely date a Jody Arias. Okay? Definitely. Jody, he's more likely to be a Jody Arias than date a Jody Arias. But, but my thing is, that sort of empathy is misguided. Because you can, th- you can say the same for every Ethiopian child that's starved in the 42 minutes since we started this podcast. But why don't you 
invest your emotions in them. Oh, because if you did that on the, the grand scale that you seem to want to think you, you should be able to do, you would go insane. But this person you can see on your TV every day, so it's, it matters. No, it's not just that. It's, no, because it's, no, it's, it always, it's so selective. It's You choose to have empathy for the no, situations in which you selective. want to. Or I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't do the Kennedy stuff like I do. You tell me that that's silly. How many homeless people have we driven by with signs that you just ignored? Why, not? Where, where, why aren't you walking in their shoes? All the human misery that you ignore every day, and I'm not condemning you for doing so, because I do it too, but I, I know what I'm doing. I admit to it. You want to act like you're a moral person. Actually, you don't know what I do, you know. No. When I know you don't do enough. No, Because no. nobody can do it. Nobody enough. can do it. No, no. The ones on the road, the ones that hold the signs at the, at the stoplights, I don't trust that. I know that, in fact, I know that he, specifically here in Columbus, there was a guy that was doing that for years, and he had a lot of money stopped away. He had, like, big houses and shit, and he was begging. Okay, so that one guy that ruins it for no, everybody else. No, I'm saying, you know, I, but, you know, you don't see that when I go, if I would go to Walmart, if I see someone, I have bought people sandwiches. You know, if I see them sitting on the side of the road, if I see them sitting there, you know, I will buy, I will walk up to them and I will say, are you hungry? And I have bought sandwiches for people. If I have it, there's a lot of times I don't have money on me. I don't, but I have done that. You you know you don't know I'm just saying, every second of my life. But I'm just saying you don't even know any of these people, these Jody Arias people, the people involved, the victims, the family. Just like you don't know any of those Ethiopian kids, but you choose to sympathize and empathize with one group and not the other. No, I don't choose to not do the other. I do a lot of historical things. I mean, my continued study on the the Kennedy case is because you know I believe that it's all been a. Um, it, it all goes back there. It, it's, it's been just a succession of dominoes. And we're, we're this way now because of all the things oh, that we've done. Look at that. Another Congolese kid was just conscripted into a child army while, we, while you were making that point. Were you thinking about him? No. Okay. How much... Are you aware of, of, a, of a program? It, they make jewelry. They, they, uh, the people, the women that are in the sex trades. I'm, I think I've vaguely seen something okay. about this, yes. All right. Well, I've bought jewelry from them. I know the woman that, you know, you tell me the, the vineyard is a cult. A cult. You know, I've you said it, it seems culty. Okay. I don't know if it is a cult. Granted, it could be culty, whatever. But there is a woman there that By the I way, met. for people who aren't in Ohio listening, the vineyard is a local mega church kind of thing. Got huge choices. There are, I've been there a couple of times. There are two services on Sundays with like thousands of people for both services. Yes. Uh, I don't even know where the fuck all these people come from. Quite frankly, it's, I really don't know where they come from. <clears throat> and you basically want to exploit their Wi-Fi and gym memberships and shit. <laughs> well, they have a lot yeah, of Yeah, yeah, God, whatever. Let me just get on the treadmill. They That's... have a lot of free... No, they don't have a free gym, but they have a, uh, they have free dances, and they have... Um, uh, they had some single stuff that I didn't go to, but I was considering it. They have... Because it, it's, it's like a mixed... I, don't, I think it's non-denominational, but they're... They do, it's sort of like what my mother was into. Yeah. But no, my, my point was, when I was working at the um, uh, swimming pool, I was monitoring that swimming pool, um, I, a girl lived up there, and she started a project through the vineyard, and through a couple, of, they, I guess they have satellite churches. But uh, basically, it's, it's um, she didn't start the program, it, but she became, she brought the vineyard into it, where um, they make, they... Uh, fund these um, women that are in the sex trades in all these different countries to make jewelry and they sell the jewelry and then they get out of the sex trade. It, you know, funds them to get out of that. And, yeah. You know, there's there's lots of things that I, I, I try to do. But I'm one person. But, I can do what I can do. But that's what I'm saying is... You know, what the, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You sit here and watch Manborg. How many fucking times a well, day? Well, first off, Manborg, I've only seen it three times. Okay, well, it's in, it's so shut the fuck up. Don't get on me but about what not, I'm not doing. Because you're the one holding yourself to the standard. I'm not holding myself to the standard. I'm not holding, I'm not saying, let's pat myself on the back for all the good I do. No, you're saying that I should care more about Jody Arias. No, I don't give a shit what you care about. Well, then what are you saying? What are you're you... constantly telling me I shouldn't care about it. You're the one that's telling me I should not care. Because I'm telling you that there are a million other instances that are worse that you don't seem to care about. But you focus on this one. You selectively take this one. I am focused on this one now. 
And all the ones you missed while it was going on, fuck them. No, I'll get to them. No, you won't. Uh, look, there are too many to get to. Okay, look, there is has been personally 50 years of Kennedy minutia, okay? Nobody has made groups like I've made or, or you know, has taken it apart like I've taken it apart and, you know, tried to, to simplify it. I will get that done. Nobody has taken Mae Russell's material and attempted to translate it and not translate it, transcribe it. Basically make hyperlink make okay. hyperlink cyber cyberize it. Nobody's fucking done this. And ten or fifteen years from now, you will have solved what will then be a if sixty-five me, year old case. If it takes me to I'm not nobody solve cares it. about Nobody see? <laughs> no. That's your opinion. That nobody cares about it. Well, yes, mine and the majority of all the people I, I'm talking about when I say nobody. Yeah, you, you, you speak for everybody in the world. I speak for all the people that don't seem to be demanding that all of this is at the forefront of news every day because Jody Arias is on TV. Oh, we gotta hear more about Jody Arias. Fuck that county show. Fuck 50 years ago. Who gives a shit? Jody Arias. Oh, no, but now OJ's back. We got OJ. Remember how much we loved OJ? Now he's back. We can get to talk about him some more. Let's not talk about abortion. Like you're the OJ. one that you you're the one who puts yourself up as superior because you're above all this. You're not you're not you're subjected to you know, I don't you know don't fall superior. You don't fall into the trap of tabloidy. You know, oh no, you're above that. You wouldn't fall for that shit. I don't I don't know if I would necessarily say I'm superior. You think every what you think your way of doing things, you think your way of thinking, you think your way of living, whatever, it, that's the way everybody should do it. Well, I don't and see how I would be able to act otherwise. Like, based on the opposite assumption that my way of living is wrong. Your way of Otherwise, living... Otherwise, I would change until I found one that I thought was right. Your way of living was... suits you personally. Your way of living doesn't suit me personally, because we're different people. What is it that's different about you that means focusing on tabloid bullshit You're is... male. What is that? So, oh, your, your vagina means that Jody Arias is important? No. Then what the fuck do you what the fuck are you talking about? Jody Arias is not the be all end all of every of my days. Okay? Just every podcast we've recorded for the last five weeks. Because it's still go that's what happened Thursday and we are doing this Sunday. Okay? And so my only comment was going to be that she wanted to, to video she wanted to control basically the, the victim statements, okay? And then she went on the, the interview and she said that she blamed her attorneys. She said that um, they told her, she's been told, she was asked, what are your mitigating circumstances? Do you know what mitigating circumstances yes. are? Okay. Those reasons for which we shouldn't judge you so harshly for murdering your boyfriend in the shower. Okay. Then she was asked, what mitigating, what are you going to use for mitigating circumstances by this interviewer? And she said, I was told I didn't have any. And the interviewer said, who told you that? And she said, my counsel, my attorneys. So basically throwing them under the bus. Because then, that was, no way. You say that as if it's like, oh, those poor attorneys. Then the next the next day, that's when her attorneys went in and tried to get off the case. Because basically, you know, their next step, after the, after the guilty verdict, their next step was arguing the mitigating circumstances. She went on national TV and said, I don't have any. You know, she's basically making it impossible for her attorneys. She's trying to swing so that she could come back in an appeal and say, I had ineffective counsel. Okay? She didn't have ineffective counsel. Her counsel didn't want to do it, but they, they, they did, they, they count, you know, they were on her case. They were her attorneys, but they were made to be her attorneys. They, Nermi wanted off the case from the beginning. Okay? And she's trying to point it out that, 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 that these attacks on Travis, this is the next thing you'll hear from her. All these, I never said Travis was a pedophile. That was Nermi's idea. He's the boss. I wasn't saying that. That was my lawyer's. A lawyer can't do that. A lawyer argues the case that's the client, the, what, what, all they have is what the client gives them. So that was my point. Why okay, and my point my is that the hundreds of innocent black teenage men that were arrested for the crime of being black in some inner city somewhere while all this shit was going on um, is not focused on because Jody Arias. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> okay, one, this is a stupid little podcast that, what, we have 10 listeners? 
Okay? So what does it matter if I'm into it still? Okay? As well, far as the news knows... If you're talking about that score, it's no. because talking about the same shit for five weeks isn't interesting. Every news, every news channel's not covering it to the extent that HLN. Yes, HLN is covering it non-fucking stop. And they're, they're drumming up, you know, but that's what HLN has been for years. HLN has always I'm not condemning HLN, I'm condemning you. Nancy Grace You're the HLN of people. This. Not, not every person is drumming this up, but you are. No. You are Nancy Grace without a platform. You hear it because I live with you. Okay, and actually, I don't come down here and discuss Jody Arias. No, you, you come down here and do a jig when she's fucking found guilty. That was how many That was how many weeks ago? Yes, I did one jig. Did I, <laughs> Only one jig. No, 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 no. Did I come down and do a jig when she went, went when it was, uh, uh, she was, uh, they came back and said, yes, it was cruel and unusual, so you are eligible for the death penalty. Did I come down and do a jig that day? No, but somehow I heard about that, so clearly you must have told me. No, I did not. You, you must have heard it at work, because nope. I made a point. No. What's I your... made a point Bullshit. of not saying anything Bull to you. Bull fucking shit you did. You might not even realize how much Jody spouts at your mouth every day. You're freaking, <laughs> no, you are, you are, I'm one person and I'm here by myself. You go to work every day. And they're discussing it there, too. Nope, because they gave me my rights to have my headphones back in, so I don't hear anymore. I haven't heard it for the last two weeks. You have your headphones in here all the time, too. You don't have to listen to me. You have tuned me out since you were two years old. Don't even act like you can't tune me out now. Okay? Bullshit. I call bullshit. Okay, first off, fuck you for assuming that I'm tuning you out and not listening to every word you say. You don't listen to every word I say. <laughs> well, anyway... I guess we're done with that. It's only been a fucking hour. Okay, uh, continue. I'm just going to go refresh my Coke. You continue and tell them go move on to the next the movie. Wait, so am I talking about the movie? Yes. Aren't we going to the movie now? Yeah, but you're leaving the room. She's leaving the room. I'm just getting a Coke. Well, now that I'm doing a podcast uh, by myself, stop or I will podcast, I guess. We're going to be calling it now because there's no mom to stop podcasting, as if she ever will. Uh... I guess we'll talk about the movie we both saw, me being the one in the room and she being the one not in the room anymore. It's not like the kitchen is in Bunfuck, Kentucky. The kitchen is like an inch down there. Whoa. Wow. Are you as sick of hearing us talk as I am? Whew. We're going on for over an hour, almost an hour there. Jeez. Well, this has been breaking in. and Just to let you know that... Uh, we're going to stop this here. We're going to cut it and go on to part two. We're more cognizant of the fact here at Stop My Mama Podcast that two-hour podcasts aren't really that fun to listen to. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned next week when we talk about our movie and presumably some other stuff. I don't even fucking remember what we talked about. But we probably bitched at each other for, I'd say, a good other hour. So uh, have fun with that. And uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening, assuming you uh, even are. Thank you and goodbye, everybody.